Hi, folks. Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 173, brought to you the week of September 5th, 2022. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and welcome to my personal audio journal, brought to you by our patrons with special thanks to Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, Wesley Gill. Become a patron and a sponsor today at patreon.com slash GOK. Well, welcome back to the show, and welcome to my brain. Um, things are a little weird with the show because guess what? People at Chick-fil-A found it and they listened to it. And so, um, before I've had people that listen to it that I know, but they're good friends, you know, and now I have people that I work with listening to it. And so I don't know. <laughs> How that's going to affect the content because um, before, like, for instance, I was talking about a guy I nicknamed dang it. And everyone at work knows who dang it is. And so far there haven't been any negative repercussions. Um, but you know, it does make you pause and, and uh, makes you wonder what you should and shouldn't say. And that's never really been an issue on the show before. So I'll just start talking and, um, hopefully things will just be all right. You know, people have typically listened to the show because they appreciate the honesty and the realness and the struggle and my coping and the, the process so, um, you know, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that, you know, continuing with, with that. So let's, uh, let's dive in last, uh, last time I talked a little bit about the, just do it attitude that I was going to try to, um, try to start in my life, mostly because I had, uh, not gone into work two separate occasions due to um, due to anxiety and depression. And um, I sat down with my bosses and I told you last week about how awesome they were and how accepting they were and how they were even better at giving me, you know, what I needed more than my own church was back, back in the day, you know, 10 years ago. Um, but there was, there's, there's things that I didn't share with them that I know I'm going to face eventually because the just do it thing works, but it works when I'm able to work it. It gives me the, the push I need, uh, to do things that I don't want to do a little bit you know, or even a lot. But when I'm, when I'm in a depressive episode, there's no desire. There is only bottomless, horrible, emptiness. And I'm a mess. I'm a, I'm a big mess. I'm, I'm in tears. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to look at anybody. Um, I wanted to hide. I want the pain to go away. I want the, the anxiety to dissipate and sleep is typically the only thing that works. Now balance that against some of the worst times back when I was still working. Um, I would, some of the worst times would be Sundays and I would wake up and I would just fight to, to struggle, to get out of bed and go and get in the shower and get my clothes on. And every single thing I did was a struggle and a, and a, 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 a bitter war just to find the energy. And, and, and the whole time I would be dreading the next step as, as well as the one I was in the midst of. 
and I would be in tears the whole time and I would somehow pull it together enough to go in to work on that Sunday. And I would, I remember just sitting on the couch that was part of our, our set and I wouldn't be able to greet any of the kids and I wouldn't be able to talk to anybody. And, but then once things got started, I would be like totally normal and fine. And I would perform my duties. And as soon as it was over though, I would just fall right back down. I I bring all this up because I've got it listed later on in in the episode, but it's, it's time to go into it now. I have a fear. I have a very strong fear that eventually, even though work has been good, even though just do it is working, even though I do see it as a safe place, I've shared with my wife, I have a fear that eventually I will be fired or quit. And here it is. I'm just going to talk it through. I've been letting my personality show at work. And that was not the plan. The plan was just to be a worker. But you guys know me. And you you know you you listen to my other shows so you've seen the lighter side of me you know i like to joke around i like to make others smile um i like to be a positive influence on those around me and uh, that sounds like a, 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 a i don't know that sounds dumb i, I just say i like to i like to be positive not in a positive influence, like like I'm trying to tell people stay off drugs. <laughs> I mean more like, um, like I want to be someone people don't mind being around. Like you know what I'm talking about. There's there's some people you're around, and they they're just like oh you know, oh oh they they just have something about them. And I don't want to be that kind of person, you know. So, but I I've allowed myself to joke around and to be lighthearted and to, like I said, let my personality show. Um, and the problem with that is that when I'm depressed, I'm the opposite of that. And when depression hits hard, like I'm always kind of depressed. That's the sucky part. I'm always kind of depressed, but sometimes I get distracted from it. And work is one of those things that can distract me. I think when I was doing what I described earlier about when I was preaching, you know, I was distracted from it for a time. Um, but when I'm really, really bad off, when it's so bad that I want to, I, I can't go in to work and I haven't had one of those points yet. First of all, I wonder if I'm going to be able to just do it, okay? I'm going to try. I'm going to cry myself through getting ready. I'm going to cry myself all the way to work. And if I'm crying at work, you know, I'm, I'm at the point, I would rather them send me home than me not go in. You know what I'm saying? But that's the problem with letting my personality show is that people are going to expect that from me and I'm going to be the exact opposite. And it's maybe going to hurt people's feelings. It's going to make people mad. Okay. This is just me thinking out loud. This is just the way I feel because when, when I was working at the church, people got been out of shape when I wasn't capable of being, this happy-go-lucky dude. And I told my bosses that I would go in even when I wasn't feeling like it. And I'm going to, I'm going to strive to fulfill that promise. But the part I didn't tell them 
is the shape I'll be in when I do it. And that's the part I worry about. Is will it be like the old church days where it just sucks up until I get there and then I can function normally until it's time to leave and then it kind of kicks back in? Or am I going to be absolutely devastated while I'm working the entire time? It's going to be torture. I'm not going to be able to look anybody in the eye because that was the other side of things, guys, is I described a typical Sunday, but Monday through Friday, I would go in, I would lock the office door, I would turn out the lights and I would bawl my eyes out and pray to God that nobody called and nobody came to the door because they would notice, they would notice the face They would notice the tear tracks. They would notice my eyes were red. They would notice. And I don't know which is going to, which it's going to be. And it scares me and it worries me and because it's going to be humiliating. Because work is good. Work is good. But guys, haven't I learned anything? From the last several years, haven't you learned anything from listening to me? Is anytime something's good, it's not, it's not going to last. Like my miracle 10 milligrams didn't last a few episodes back. And now, now they're changing my medication, which is always fun. I'm going back to some medication. I don't even remember the name of it but something that I've already been through and it worked and quit working. And apparently I guess you can take a break from it and go back to it and it'll start working again. But they're weaning me off of the good stuff. The stuff that, that got me to want to get a job because of the stuff I told you about last week with the mammograms and and all that. It's just my luck. It's my luck. When I, when I talked to my psychiatrist, I told her about the doctor's visit and the scans. And she said, well, the stuff you're on is supposed to have the least chance of that happening. And I'm like, well, that's, that's me in a nutshell. If, if one in 50,000 is, um, you know, supposed to get a rash on the back of their leg from, you know, some medicine, I'm the one it gets the rash on the back of the leg. I've always been the one medicine has always been weird and it's been a struggle. So I was on 80 milligrams of the miracle medicine. Now I'm on 60 and I'm on 25 milligrams of the new stuff. And we're going to every two weeks meet up over the phone and change the dosage weaning me off one and putting me on to another one. And I don't know what it's going to do so far. Um, I'm a little bit hungrier than normal, which stinks because that is a little bit of good news that I have is that I, for the first time in years, am under 270 pounds. Got on the scale and it was 260.7. Or no, 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 269.7. My bad. And uh, so that means I've lost a total of 47 pounds since January of this year. And that's all without dieting. That's all lifestyle change. That means that it's something that I can stick to, stick with. It's just been small and tiny changes. And, um, no, no special diets, no point count point count counting points or calories is what I'm trying to say. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. The only thing is I was, we were at the art museum today. My, I took my wife to the art museum on labor day and, um, there was this hall of mirrors kind of thing. I guess a staircase of mirrors is what it really was but I got to look at myself from a whole new angle. And I was like, dang, I'm fat. I'm still so fat, but how fat must I have been 47 pounds ago? I mean, I must've looked like if you popped me with a pin, I would just explode. I must've been so puffy. 
but that's the that's the stinky thing about the weight loss so far is it's just been getting me back to where I was before I gained a, a bunch of weight. I was always, you know, bigger, but then I got way big. And so it's almost like from now on, now that I've hit zero, this is the starting point, you know, of where it'll start to show hopefully. Cause I'm still in triple X shirts i'm still a 38 in in waist um you know i i don't know i'm triple x shirts are big on me but i don't know if i could fit in double x comfortably yet so i'm kind of still between sizes it's it's a weird time we're gonna see i told stitch fix this this time to send me double x shirts so we'll see if i can fit into them i don't know but eventually I'm afraid with my job, like I said, that I'm going to that, that, that that's the way the job is going to end is with me being fired or quit because either I won't be able to fulfill my obligations or um, I will pull the plug myself because I can't let them down that makes sense i just right now i don't see a positive end for this even though it's going well even though it's going so well it it's got a lot of positive benefits let me talk positive for a little while is i'm gonna tell you a secret i today is a just do it day i didn't want to do this thing and I'm kind of down. And and that's that's another thing that was on my list. <laughs> I'm kind of doing everything out of order. Is the weekends are bad for me. It's it's so crazy. I'll be at work and my feet will hurt, you know. And I'm kind of watching the clock and I'm I'm, you know, wanting to be done. You know, you know, you, you just want to be done. I don't I don't make a habit out of watching the clock, but you know, work, work is work. You know, you want to be done. You want to go do what you want to do. And, uh, but I'm, but I've, I've been in those positions and I'm like, but James, this is the happiest you're going to be. <laughs> this is you, this is you at your best because Sunday and Monday are coming and, and things are going to be down. And, and that's the way it's been lately. Sundays and Mondays are, are my days off. And you would think, oh, you know, it's, it's time to play some video games. It's time to get caught up on some TV. It's time to get some things done. No, all I want to do is to lay in the bed. I don't even sleep. I just want to, I want to just drift away. And I know it's just depression. I mean, it's just depression but it's it just doesn't seem fair because it's time i look forward to and it's it's always a letdown like today was better because i took jen out jen doesn't do well on days that have names um i don't mean like monday tuesday wednesday i mean holidays so like Labor Day, it's supposed to be a special day. And so normally she would be really upset, not upset. She would just be sad. So today, uh, or actually this week, I talked about it in advance and kind of came to her and said, we, we just need to find something for us to do. And we thought about going out somewhere and spending the night, you know, and traveling somewhere or whatever. And what we came to is let's just go out for lunch and go to the art museum. And she was really looking forward to it, said it did the trick. She wasn't anticipating or anxious rather about, about, um, the weekend. And, you know, we did that and, and it was great. It was awesome. Um, and so we did that and, and that, that kind of helped me too. 
but um but I don't know you can't you can't go out and do stuff every every weekend especially on Mondays um kids are in school my wife usually is working you know I don't know so I don't know what my deal is I don't know I gotta I gotta talk to my counselor about it I, I was supposed to have a counseling appointment this week and she had to cancel she was sick so I got nothing to talk to you about about counseling other than we're supposed to tackle the huge issue of James doesn't like himself. And why would James like himself? James, James's father abandoned him at a young age, even though later he found out that his mom ostracized him from the family and made it impossible for him to come visit. But I didn't know that. So I was raised believing he didn't want anything to do with me. Um, you know, my mom's a, 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 a big bag of fun. Uh, stepdad was horrible Christian man who beat me and called me names and, uh, treated his own two kids. So wonderful, like angels. So, you know, I, I don't have a lot to look at, you know? Oh, oh. And then, and then when I was in my, you know, after high school, I failed. I basically failed. I, I ran up debt. I didn't have a job. I, you know, just basically was a bum. And, um, I still see myself that way as a bum, as a loser, as, uh, you know, I don't know all the, all, all that crap. So that's what we get to talk about the next time I go to counseling and I'm really not looking forward to it because it's, it seems so deep and so, you know, convoluted so messed up so yucky dirty you know uh, that i don't even want to go there it's like i'd rather live with it you know um i I don't know the only thing i can compare it to would be like (laughs) pooping in a pool (laughs) is you, you poop in a pool and and you just keep pooping in the pool. And uh, the more you poop in the pool, the less you want to clean it out because it's nastier than it was, you know? And uh, it, it's easier just to live with it out there in the backyard than it is to do anything about it. And I feel like I've been pooped on my whole life and I'd rather just live with it than try to deal with it and... Cause I've, I've managed, you know, I've managed all these years without liking myself, you know, with thinking that I'm trash, garbage, useless, stupid. Um, so, you know, why, why, why bring it all up and talk about it and hash through it on the off chance that none of it helps, you know, and we've just ripped open old wounds for no reason. So anyway, there there's there's my anxiety about about that but um yeah weekends are down med changes are fun you know it takes two weeks minimum before med med changes are are obvious my my head goes through these things called i call them brain zaps um i don't know it's just the sound in my head that buzzes and it happens because my medication's different. My brain wants whatever it was getting out of one of the medications and it's not used to the new medications and and it and it and it it's connected to my eyes somehow. I know that sounds weird, but when I when I flinch or blink hard or open my eyes or move them around, the zaps kind of travel around my brain and my head. And um it's a real thing. It's, it's a, uh, 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 what do you call it when you're coming off of a drug? I don't remember the name, but yeah, it's, it's because of that. So, um, so anyway, uh, basically today, all I've discussed is, um, 
you know, the negative worries that I have about everything. And it all seems to, you know, revolve around my job because it's my one obligation that I've put on myself because I thought I could handle it. And I am, I have yet to prove to myself that I can, um, or anybody else for that matter. And as good as everybody has been about my issues, um, there does come a point where everybody has to say, you know, James, you've, you've either got to do the job or you can't do the job, you know? And I understand that. That's why I quit. That's why I quit the church because I could see the writing on the wall. I knew that they were going to have me in for a meeting. I knew that they were going to be uh, unforgiving and judgmental. I knew they weren't going to understand. I knew that they already, and, and these are facts. I knew that they had it in their head that I thought I was big stuff because I was from a big church. They, they believed that all I wanted to do was travel and be a famous children's pastor, which Nothing was further from the truth. They believed that I didn't care as much about working at the church as I should have, which again shows how out of it they were because out of touch with me, because I loved that place and I killed myself to try to keep myself, uh, functional. But I, I already knew that basically the way it was going to go down was I was going to have a horrible, you know, uh, exchange with them. And it was going to end up with them demanding a certain amount of uh, work and, and, and productivity that I currently was unable to provide. And they were going to fire me or ask for my resignation. And so I went ahead and did it and skipped all that. I remember begging my pastor, just please accept my resignation. What are we, cause he would say, what are we going to do? What are we going to We have to talk to the board and they're going to have this and that and that and the other. And I'm like, well, that's why you need to accept my resignation while I still have a shred of dignity left. I, you know, I was in tears when I said that. So it was very emotional, very, it would have made very good television. So I don't know. Those of you that pray for me, pray that I will, um, that I'll just be able to, to keep it together. That I, I guess also that I will have a better outlook. Cause right now my outlook is, is crap. I, I'm just, I'm stressed about everything. I'm worried about everything. I'm just waiting for the next bad day. You know, when's the next bad day coming? Cause it is going to come. They always do. You know, it's, it's, it's not a lack of faith or a negative confession. That's what my childhood screams at me. That's a negative confession. That's, that's not an act of faith. That's, that's, you know, you're just, you're just speaking that into existence. No, it is looking at things rationally, looking at the past as an example, looking at the future and knowing that a bad day is going to come. It could be tomorrow morning. It might, it might well be. I don't know. I do, I do know this much. I've gotten over the embarrassment part of the job. I, I can say that. I can say that honestly. Because. First of all. It's a Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A, I believe in the company. It is. Uh. Is top notch. You know, if you're going to work fast food, you need to work Chick-fil-A because the rest of it's crap. Um, secondly, the people that I work with are great people. 
they're honest, awesome, hardworking people. And they all have lives and stuff like that. And how dare I think that I, in order for me to be embarrassed to work there, I would have to think I was better than them. And if anything, the opposite is true. I see, I meet people there that um, are so good at their job and they're so friendly and so naturally um, just fun to be around. You know, they, they brighten up the area. They, they make the place what it is, you know, cause outside of people, what is it? It's a bunch of equipment and, and smells, you know, and, and a bunch of tasks and jobs, but the people there and not everybody, not everyone's awesome. You know, that, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, but I'm afraid to talk about because people listen to the show now, but is there's, there's different people in charge every day from what I'm, what I'm gathering. I don't know this to be a fact, but it seems like every day I answer to someone different, but it's from a pool of what I will call managers or leads. I don't know what their official titles are, but the the benefit of, of this is that I don't have a bad leader. Um, meaning if it was just one person, what if they sucked? You know, what if they were terrible? Then the job would suck, right? Because the management over me would be, you know, a certain way or whatever. But the good, the good part is, um, is that I don't have to deal with that more than one day in a given week because it's always somebody different. Now, each manager is different. And some of them, most of them are wonderful. Most of them are very uh, easygoing. And, but there's a couple um, that are not. They're just not. Um, they're not buttholes that I've, that I've gathered yet. They're not evil. They're not wicked. (laughs) They're not even hard to get along with. They're just, they're just not chill, I guess is the word. They're not easygoing. They're, they're sticklers for the rules. Um, and maybe a little, little buttholeish uh just a little because the other day i i went to one and because i always do this when i when i'm done at 11 when i'm when i've completed all the tasks i go and i say hey is there anything else i can do it's basically a kind way i don't want to just leave you know i want to check in with the boss and make sure that Everything's okay. And what if they do need somebody to do something? Uh, the other day, they kept me for an extra 15 minutes and I did buns and I was happy to do it. You know, I was glad to be working in buns. Ooh, yeah. Um, but this particular manager took me aside with a list and he's like, have you ever seen this list before? I'm like, yeah, I had to tell him I had. Uh, nobody had ever enforced the list, but he's like, this is all the things that need to be done. And you know, when you come to ask me if uh, there's anything left to be done, then this is the list that I'm going to refer you to. And I kind of want to go to him and say, look, even if the list is done, I'm still going to come to you and say, is there anything else you need me to do before I leave? Because I'm still going to check in. But I don't think he got that. I think he got that. I, I don't, I don't know that he thinks I work very hard. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what's going on in his mind about me. Um, but I, I, you know, I do my best work. I, I, I don't know that it's work that is hard. I don't know that I could be considered a hard worker, but I do my best and it's not always great. Like the other day I dropped half of plate of Mac and cheese all over the grill. And that was not my best uh, even though I was trying, I was trying very hard for, to avoid that. I, I saw it coming for a while. Like the, okay. So the Mac and cheese comes in these tin pans, 
you know what I'm talking about? Like, like you bake a turkey in the oven in, you know, those cheap aluminum pans that comes in those and you're supposed to set them in these holders that give them handles and it kind of reinforces it. I had set it in there and it sat in weird and I couldn't just grab it because it was, it was fire hot, you know? And I went to grab a, 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 a glove, you know, an oven mitt and I had a towel in the other hand and I went to try to move it and whatever atom that composed this thing that was still holding the integrity of this aluminum pan suddenly snapped free from its, its nucleus or whatever. And, and the whole pan just disintegrated and bent into some sort of travesty of a home uh, craft. <laughs> so they just bent down and it sunk down into the holder and mac and cheese in slow motion. I know I always do stories where I talk about slow motion. This happened in slow motion because it was mac and cheese. It just started pouring out like lava across the, the burner of my, of cause I was doing this on top of my, uh, my, um, my, my, uh, cooker grill, my grill. And it, it just, so it's sizzling all over the grill. It's pouring over the grill. It's getting onto the table. It's, it's everywhere. It's so hot. And I'm, I went, Oh no. And it's the only thing I knew to do. And, and people came over and they saw it. And I said, it's getting worse. Cause it was spreading out. And I couldn't, I didn't know. I couldn't think. And people grabbed things. I don't even know, but it was like 500 different people came by and each of them grabbed something. And, and, um, a, a, a very nice lady came over with some new towels and, and picked up and managed to salvage, I would say half to, if not three quarters of the mac and cheese. And everybody was like, so cool about it. Um, but it was definitely an, an example <laughs> of, um, of me doing my best, but, but not <laughs> the, the best not happening. So I don't know what this dude thinks of me is my whole point. I don't know what he thinks of me personally. Um, there, especially in the con, when I think of, of depression and stuff, I know that the managers have talked about me. I know they know of me. Um, there are people that don't buy and believe in depression. I used to be one of them. I absolutely thought it was total bull crap. Um, I thought it was an excuse people use to be lazy um, and, and not interact with their family and not deal with the things that they needed to deal with in life. And boy, did I learn. Boy, did I freaking learn. I learned my lesson. Um, so so maybe, maybe that's the issue. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But um, all I can do is my best. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so it's manageable. You know, it's not ideal, but every week, at least once, um, this this guy is in charge and I just, I, I know what he needs. He needs that list done. And so that's what I will do. And the, 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 the only thing about the list though, Here's the thing. It's a, it's a bad list and it's a list. It's bad because it has jobs on it. First of all, it doesn't have every job that needs to be done. Cause in my mind, we need to break down boxes and put them in the compactor and, uh, the floor, I think the floors need to be swept in. I don't think that's on there, but anyway, the, the, the list is bad because it, it lists everything that needs to be done. And I am not in charge of everything. You know, I'm supposed to leave at 11. I should have a, 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 a special list. It's just my opinion. I should have a list that tells exactly what I'm expected to do. And anything extra they want to add on there that I didn't know I was supposed to do. And then we'll be done. But there's stuff about cheese getting moved that I don't know anything about. There's stuff about pushing buttons on computers that I don't know anything about. Um, there's, there's just tasks that other people do naturally, just like I naturally clean the grills and clean the, that area. And I naturally take out the trash and I naturally clean the floors. Um, 
it and and not everybody marks the list and so it, it on the days that he's in it's going to be up to me because he's put it on me to mark the list for everything i'm going to have to go through and i'm going to have to wait until that list is done even if it's got stuff on it that i can't do or shouldn't do or will never do so i don't know how to fix such a list other than to subdivide it by who's in charge of doing it. Um, and then, you know, then of course you would have to go through the pain of assigning it every week, you know, every day, uh, which would be a pain in the butt. I understand. Um, but I do best when I know what I'm supposed to do. And then I just do it. I get it done. I'm done with the day. I leave. Everybody's happy because James did his job. James is happy because he he did a good job. He knows what he did. He can measure it. It it was good. It was it's not good. You know whatever. So I don't know. So I don't know about this guy, but um, I'm just gonna try to be me and um, you know, satisfy the rules. Cause I'm a rule follower too. That's the thing. That's why I can't get on them too much. Like, cause I, cause I said, there's one, there's two, two of them. One of them's just a stickler for the rules. And I can't blame him for that. Cause I like rules. I like knowing what I'm supposed to do. You know, the list is good in that there's a list. The list is bad in that. I don't know how to do half the crap on the list. Um, and, and it shouldn't be my responsibility to see that the list is done because I'm a low guy on the totem pole. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it should be a manager's job to see that that list is, is completed. Um, at least it would be if I was running things. But anyway, uh, but the other guy that has a little bit of an attitude problem, you know, I'll, I'll just I'll just deal with it. He does remind me of my stepdad, which is not good. It activates anxiety and issues. But you know what? I'm just going to keep on going, living life. And uh, I'll do what I did back when I was a kid, man. I just tiptoe around him and try to stay on his good side. I don't know. I'm gonna talk to. I'm gonna go to counseling and talk about talk about the one dude to the counselor. Maybe she'll give me some better tips. Because, like I said, he's 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 not a raving butt. He just. I thought his response to me asking him if there was anything else I could do was kind of a butt response, you know, rather than saying, yes, there is there. There's this list. Uh, is there anything on the list that hasn't been done? You know, he, he pulls me aside and gives me this lecture and, and it's just kind of jerky, you know? So anyway, um, let's, let's, let's talk about what I'm reading and watching and, and doing and stuff. I'm still playing Batman Arkham Knight, which I'm enjoying a lot. I'm kind of stuck right now. Um, I got a new controller for my PC. It's a, uh, it's a Wolverine ultimate from Razer. It's uh, I got it. It's a It's over a hundred dollars. Uh, but I got a scratch and dent version that was in an aftermarket packaging from Amazon, there was like four of them left and I got it for like $60. And so that's still a lot to spend on a, on a, uh, controller, I think, but it's a lot less than, and it's brand new. I mean, there's no scratches, no dents. There's nothing wrong with it. It works flawlessly and it's, uh, it's great. But Batman Arkham Asylum series has always been one of my favorite series is, uh, I just never enjoyed it on the PC and I realized it was because I was trying to use a mouse and keyboard. It was made for consoles and some games are just made to play with a, with a controller. And so that's one of them. I'm, I'm playing far cry five still, uh, less, less and less though, because I'm stuck in that one too. There's this, uh, this barn I'm supposed to blow up. <laughs> I don't know why but it's full of bad guys and you have to kill all the bad guys. And then you're supposed to rig up explosives. And then a second wave of bad guys comes and tries to take down your explosives. And so you have to kill all them and then blow up the barn. And, um, 
the save point is before you get to the barn. So I quit. I was very close to winning. I had to quit to go to dinner and I came back and I'm 150 yards away from the barn and all of the guys are still alive from the first wave. And so I, I, it's just one of those frustration situations. So anyway, I'm still watching adventure time on Hulu trying to get through that. I'm into season two. Um, I don't know. It's not my favorite show, but since it's over now, I want to, I want to get through it because there is an overarching story that gets woven in. I just haven't gotten there yet. You know, where they're telling the big, the big story. So, uh, that's something else there. I'm watching she Hulk. She, I watched two more episodes of that. Uh, I, I think it's great. I think the CGI is really good. It's almost perfect. Um, but it's really cute and funny and it's, it's just a good show. It's a good watch. It's mindless, you know, entertainment. It's good stuff. Um, and then I watched collateral this, uh, weekend with my wife on Netflix, it's Jamie Foxx and Tom Cruise. It's from 2006. I want to say, so everybody has flip phones. Um, but it's, but it's really good. It's lots of suspense. Jamie Foxx is, is great in it. He, uh, his character is wonderful. He starts as this timid guy that can't make decisions. He goes through his hero's journey as, as he, uh, basically I'll tell you what the, the preview would tell you. He's, he's a taxi cab driver. He's given $600 to drive this man around for the night. And he finds out the guy's an assassin. That's, that's what the preview would tell you. I haven't spoiled anything. And, uh, Jamie Foxx's character just goes through a huge arc and it's really good to, to see him. There's a lot of language in it. Uh, so it might not be for everybody, but it was, it was for me. It was good. I liked it. So I finished something wicked this way comes by Ray Bradbury, uh, Burry I should say not Barry. Um, it was good. He, 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 he's not my favorite author, <laughs> but the story was great. I, I would suggest you read it if you haven't, if you like suspense and, and spookiness. Um, it's definitely got that. I remember seeing the movie when I was young and being scared out of my mind because I was so sheltered as a kid. Uh, I saw it at a Boy Scout Christmas party or something like that. Uh, and I kept leaving. So I don't remember the whole thing. I don't even know if it's available anywhere. Uh, I'd have to look, it would surprise me if it was. Um, and it would surprise me even more if they followed the book because the book has a f strong father figure that, that kind of saves the day, you know, in kids shows or kids, television, kids, movies, kids are always save solving their own problems. Nowadays, parents are always gone They're they, You know, even stranger things, the parents, you know, yeah, there's, there's parents, but th for the most part, they're not they don't know where their kids are. The kids are doing their own thing. You know what I'm talking about? This one, the parent does get involved, gets right in the thick of it and believes them and helps them and supports them. And it's so strong. It's really good. So I'm done with that. My next book will either, either be the handmaid's tale or to kill a mockingbird. Um, my wife read the handmaid's tale and said, it's good. So I don't know. Um, I I will do both eventually. It's just, which one am I going to do first? I don't know. Well, that wraps it up for today. Uh, now, you know, all my burdens and all my stresses and all my worries. Um, I just, I want, I want, what I want is I want things to go well. I want to be normal. I want to be functional. I want to be predictable. I want to be someone that can count on Somebody can count on. I want this thing at Chick-fil-A to work. You know, I, I do. Because if it works, it says something about me. It says that I'm better. It says that, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, this freaking 10 year tunnel. Um, and I, and when I say 10 years, I'm, I'm just counting from when I quit my last job, not that five years prior to that. And in the, in the three, three years at the job prior to that one, it's, it's been a long road and, and I'm ready 
you know, I don't know. I had a guy tell me one time, he's old man. And it was after I'd told my story at a church. And he says, it does get better. You do get over it. You grow out of it. And, and I believe him. And he's the only one that's ever told me anything like that. And, and he's like, I, I went through it for years and years and it finally just left. And I'm, I'm hoping that that's true and real. And then, and then my doctor, my first ever psychiatrist told me that everybody gets better. He's like, I said, really? He says, yes, everybody. He said, the only people that don't are the people that kill themselves, but everybody gets better. And, um, I'm definitely better than I was at my worst, but I definitely still have a long way to go. I just hope this, this Chick-fil-A thing stays as one of those things that works out because it, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's a good thing in my life. It, it gives me structure. It helps my, you know, it, it's like something I do with my morning. I, I get up and it's hard to get up early in the morning, but I get up early and I'm done by 11. I still got a whole day ahead of me. It helps me to get my shows together, my podcasts together. It helps me to be there around when my family gets home from work and from school. Um, it, 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 it has had a, a large, everything about it has been positive except for the fact that, that sometimes I suck and can't seem to get myself there to, to do the job. And that's only happened twice. And, uh, my hope is it'll never happen again. Um, but as I said earlier, we'll have to see, we'll have to wait and see when there's a bad day and see if I can handle it and see if people want to be around me and see if I can keep my job. We'll see. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, join the Facebook group. It's a great group, group of people, facebook.com slash group slash NLcast. A lot of people that listen to this show get on there and chat and share photos and stuff like that. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash NLcast. NL as in nobody's listening, cast. Uh, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash GOK. Um, you know, it'd be nice. It'd be cool if you want to. And uh, until next time, uh, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Uh, bye.